stuff. Welcome to episode four of Good Stuff Sports. I'm your host, Mike Mason. You found my podcast where I talk to athletes and others in the sports industry about their stories, what inspires them, who they look up to, and more for young athletes to listen to and get inspired by. On today's show, I talk to Joe Licata, who is a former quarterback for the University of Buffalo Bulls. He played quarterback and led that team to a bowl game. He also played with Khalil Mack the first round draft pick, top five pick of the Oakland Raiders, who's made quite an impact in the NFL. Joe started a brand new quarterback academy in Western New York, where he's trying to groom and bring up the next generation of star quarterbacks in the Western New York area. Had a great time talking to Joe about all things football, who he looks up to, who he modeled his game after, who he thinks is the best. And obviously, since he's from Buffalo and so am I, we talked about chicken wings, pizza, and beef on weck. For any young athletes who are thinking about a career in football or trying to play football at the next level, we talked a lot about all of the work that Joe had to put in, not just in high school, but also in college. Here's my conversation with quarterback guru, Joe Licata. I'm here with Joe Licata. Welcome to the Good Stuff Sports Podcast. How you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, that's uh we should put it out there right in the front that we're both Buffalo boys, um, yes, and, and there's a, there's some connection there, and we're gonna have to talk chicken wings and pizza, but like we'll get to that eventually. But um, the reason why I reached out to you to come on is because you are a quarterback, and you played quarterback for the University of Buffalo Bulls, and you spent some time in the NFL, and you also are starting a quarterback training sort yep. of thing. So. So there's a lot to sort of get into, and uh, I appreciate your time. And tell me, I guess let's start with, what do you love about football? Well, that's a that's a very tough question. Yeah, we go big, we go big right from the start. <laughs> I'm a very uh, I'm a very competitive person, um, so anything that I can compete in, I love. Um, and I think football is just the the perfect sport because I think it relates to life in every aspect. Like you got 11 guys that have to come together for one common goal. And if all 11 aren't doing their job, it doesn't work. It, like Unlike basketball, if you have one great guy playing great, your basketball team can run fine. But in football, if you have one of those 11 guys not doing their job, you're in trouble. I think that's why I love it so much. Mm-hmm. Um, so you played high school, a rival high school to mine, although we were separated by like one or two or 11 or 12 or whatever years. Um, <laughs> And you, uh, you had a great high school career. And is that, would you say that like the idea of, of being part of the team, was that really solidified in high school or did that start even like before that? I think it started younger, honestly. I mean, my parents, it kind of always taught us to be very close, very tight knit. I have three sisters, so we do, we do everything together. And I kind of got that sense of family and sense of teamwork from my, my mom and dad. So I think that's when it started, but man, high school ball was was so much fun. I love playing high school football, high school basketball. You know, you grow up with the guys. You grew up down the road from these guys. You, you grew up playing in the backyards, front yards, whether it was football, basketball, baseball, anything. So to grow up and then finally get into the high school level and compete with the, your best friends, that was that was pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. And then, so how did things change once you get to college? Well, college is a completely different world. You kind of walk in and it's everyone's you know, all county, all, all state. 
So it's the best of the best. And you, your head's kind of spinning because they're throwing so much at you. You got the new college uh, uh, schoolwork to do. You got to worry about, you know, being in a school with 25,000 kids. It's, it's crazy. It's a mm-hmm. totally different experience. Mm-hmm. And, and I think the, in addition to all that, you know, if we, we could talk about your college career is that you and your teammates really elevated, you know, the University of Buffalo football program in a way that it never had been before. You know, having grown yeah. up there, I knew, you know, nothing. But yeah. but your team, the teams that you were on, really made a name, and you played in like a college bowl. And one of your yep. team, one of your teammates was a top five draft pick, which I still find so incredible. And he's a buddy of yours, so yep. sh- shout out to Khalil Mack of uh, my Oakland Raiders now, my adopted Oakland Raiders. <laughs> um, so, did you know that you guys were on to sort of turning the turning the program around when you started? Yeah. That was- that was kind of my my thing when I got recruited. You know, they had a couple. They struggled. Well, Turner Gill left. Then they mm-hmm. had a tough year when Jeff Quinn first got there. But he recruited me right away, and uh, you know, I, I believed in his vision. And, and by my sophomore year, we were going to a bowl game, and that's uh, you know, very much part because of you know Khalil Mack's dominance across the the Mid American Conference. <laughs> he single handedly almost beat Ohio State that year. Wow. Uh, I remember so, that, yeah. Yeah, that was that was his coming out party, I think. Yeah, totally. And he's a pretty dominant force. So, um, okay, and then you had some time. You spent some time with the Bills. We're not going to talk about that. And then we spent some time with the Bengals. So what's it – I guess, like, the, it, what's interesting to me is the progress from high school and that work ethic and then college and, and that change. And then how does that change again when you get to the professional level? Well, professional football is is a job. I mean, it's a job in college too. Uh, don't get me wrong, but uh-huh. in the professional levels, it's it's a job. You're it's more than nine to five. I mean, you're you're getting up at six. You're done by like seven, eight o'clock at night, and then you're studying your your playbook. Your, it's it's very stressful. Um, a lot of stuff going on, but I mean, it's it's pretty rewarding. It's pretty cool walking out on the field, you know, in an NFL stadium, putting yeah. that NFL jersey on and and putting that helmet on seeing your name on the back of a jersey that's pretty cool Mm -hmm. um so i I mean like the stress piece right yeah that's got to be so different because you're not just you know and you read about it all the time but like to hear it in your words i think would be uh really meaningful it's like you go from this you know you're playing the sport that you love that comes probably pretty naturally to you where you like excel and then all of a sudden like what are the areas that are stressful well i think just the time difference like prioritizing your time um that's that's there's a lot of stuff being thrown at you there there's a there's a playbook that has you know <laughs> thousands and thousands of plays uh-huh. so that's where that's where the stress starts and then knowing that you you signed a three like i signed a three year contract but you could be cut at any time i mean uh-huh. when i got to cincinnati they cut a kid um, that morning and then signed me that afternoon. I mean, oh. it's just, it's a crazy, crazy business. So just that the not knowing what's going to happen, you know, coupled with the, I mean, the demands of it is just extremely stressful. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, that makes a lot of sense. And to hear from like someone that I can see right now and not just like on hard knocks or whatever it is, but like it, it's like to put a human face to it is, is really, yeah. I, I get that completely. So you are opening like 
I guess you you are training, you know, in, in the words that I see on your website, the next great football players in Western New York. So yep. tell me a little bit about Joe Licata football. Well, um, I spent some time in New Jersey uh, training for the NFL for myself, and I, and I got a chance to work with a lot of great guys who taught me a lot about the game. And I kind of noticed that there was a, there was a, you know, they were, they were going after younger kids and starting them younger. And the, the level of football in New Jersey is a lot better than it is in Western New York. And then I go to Cincinnati and the level of high school football there is just a lot better than it is in Western New York. And kids are just under recruited here. Um, it's an underutilized kind of, you know, sport, I guess, in Western New York because we only play seven regular season games. And, you know, when people think Western New York, they just don't really think of football, mm-hmm. high school football. So I kind of started this business up, um, starting with quarterbacks, because um, that's what I know best, obviously. And then I'm expanding. Uh, I just added a receivers coach, a guy I played with uh, named Matt Weiser, played at UB with me, played with the San Diego Chargers. He played tight end. He's going to be my receivers and tight ends coach. And I'm looking to expand into all positions eventually and kind of grow this thing and try to uh, revamp and, and redefine Western New York high school football. Cool. So as the, as a trainer or working with, you know, young quarterbacks, what are, what are like the fundamentals that you really, really work on? Well, there's the, the throwing mechanics, you know, you don't want a kid to dip the, dip their arm down, their hand down below their waist, just like the classic stuff. Uh-huh. Um, you know, staying upright when you throw. A lot of these kids want to lunge and throw forward when really it's, you know, you should be creating a whip when you throw. Your hip should open up first and then your shoulder should come through second. But a lot of these kids think it's all transfer from your right side to your left side when mm-hmm. realistically you're creating a kind of a slingshot when you're throwing the ball. And that's uh-huh. how you throw more effectively. And, you know, that's one of the main things I focus on. I, I, do, I, I do a workout, I film it. And then I go in and, and show the kids exactly what I'm talking about. We do a, a half-hour film session right after. Cool. Um, wow. So accuracy, throw, and, and like it all comes from like the throwing motion, doesn't it? Like that's... Well, everything, uh, yeah, everything starts with your feet, to be honest. Uh-huh. I mean, it's, it's 100% to do with your feet. There's not a really, other than Aaron Rodgers, there's not a guy in the NFL that can really not set their feet and throw the ball effectively. Uh-huh. Interesting. Um, Wow. Okay, cool. So, and then the wide receivers obviously work on roots, root running techniques yep. and just general hands work. That's, uh, that's really cool. So it, it's going well, the business, you know, I know that, uh, you're, yeah, you're, I've got you're like on your 30, way. Yeah. I've got like 30 quarterbacks already. Wow. Um, and I just started this thing a couple of weeks ago. Um, right, good. that's awesome. Congrats. Yeah, thank you. So, you know, all ranging from eighth grade to seniors in high school. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, it's pretty cool. I mean, it's fun. It's it's fun hearing some parents reach out to me, say that they used to watch me play, and, and uh-huh. how, you know how happy they are that this is going to get going. So hopefully, uh, it takes off and it and it becomes something that everyone in Western New York really wants to be a part of. Yeah, well, it sounds like you uh, you sort of hit hit the nail on the head. You know, if you've got thirty kids already, so without without naming names, like do, when you look at the 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 kids that you're working with, are there any where you're like, this is a total natural, like. They've yeah. got it, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, well, initially, when I first started this, I just wanted to do one group. Well, uh-huh. I, I was just thinking, all right, hey, you know, if I can get a group of like six kids, like the top guys, so, you know, I'll just I'll just start there. And I reached out to like six or eight of the top guys, and they were all interested. And so I was like, all right, well, I'll keep expanding. But those six guys, or seven guys, I got them on Sunday nights. Um, 
there's a couple in there that are pretty good. I tweet, I, I have a Twitter account for this too. And I tweet out highlight films. Uh-huh. Um, there's a couple kids on there that I've tweeted out their highlight films that I think are pretty, pretty damn good and have a chance to be, to go pretty uh, far. Wow. That's awesome. Um, so what's that Twitter account just while we're, we're talking about it? It's at Joe Licata FB. Okay. J-O-E-L-I-C-A-T-A-F-B. Okay, great. So we'll find that now. So let's, uh, let's, let's, let's go back to sort of your career. What are, what are like some of the memorable plays or moments that you've had in your playing career that, uh, that you think back on, you're like, that was the best. And I know it's sometimes hard to talk about yourself in this way, but like carte blanche, go for it. We want to hear it. Um, well, you know, we, we, uh, at UB when we got to bowl eligibility, that was really cool. We won our sixth game against Kent state at Kent. I just, I'll never forget walking off the field there. That was pretty awesome. Uh-huh. Um, you know, as for specific plays, that's kind of tough. We beat, actually, we beat Kent my senior year on a two minute drive, two minute drill. Um, and threw a touchdown pass to end the game. And that Ooh, was pretty cool. That's a- yeah. <laughs> so what's the two minute drill like in real time? is that just like do you know what's happening are you trying to be calm like what's the what's going through your mind well i think that's what kind of separates some guy like like tom brady his his blood level or his his pressure level in his head it doesn't go up a lot and Uh that's why that's what everyone else is like up here freaking out Uh um but you know those guys that are great at it really don't falter i feel like um but to answer your question is there some stress involved in it yeah obviously (laughs) your blood gets going a little bit but yeah you got to remain calm and you're, you're the quarterback. I mean, yeah. that's the big thing is like, you got to be the guy that everyone's looking at to maintain, you know, you that see, yeah. yeah, you're the leader. They look to you. I mean, that Super Bowl, right? Like you knew it, you knew oh. what, you knew what was going to happen. Right. So three, I knew it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so who are some of the, the players that, that were sort of your heroes that you looked up to when you were growing up? Brady. Brady's my guy. Totally. Love, yeah. Love Tom Brady. Uh-huh. Um, He's my favorite of all time. Uh, my second favorite is Kurt Warner. I love his story. Mm-hmm. I love his toughness. Um, I've read his book. Uh, I love Drew Brees too, but Brady, Warner, and Brees probably my three favorites. Wow, no Kelly. I mean, he was he was <laughs> he was done in '98. I mean, I didn't really. My first Super Bowl I remember watching was the Greatest Show on Turf. Kurt Warner with Tyson or whatever his name is reaching over the yeah. try to score the, the yeah. touchdown kind of scene. Didn't get it right. Stopped him at the one yard line. Right, right. Um, that was my first. That was my first Super Bowl memory. Uh huh. Well, that's a good one to have. You've seen some good Super Bowls. Yeah. Um, so, but you're a Brady guy. I mean, he is. I think it's safe to say at this point that he's the best. I think it's safe. I don't really think there's any argument yeah. to be had. I mean, if you want to argue different eras, then I can, I can understand that because the game's completely different. But yeah. I mean, if I, I just don't think you can tell me anyone's better. Yeah. Than- I, I couldn't even. Yeah, I couldn't even think about. It. I couldn't even. No, no one comes close. I mean, maybe Montana, but like at this point, like the game is so different, and that. I mean, you know, so you said at the beginning, like one, you know, when you're playing basketball, one guy can get hot and really make it happen. Right. But in football, it takes 11. But unless you're Tom Brady, <laughs> when you're like iron will and you will not lose, it's pretty, Man, he's, pretty amazing. He's, he's that great. It's, yeah. it's really impressive what he's done, especially at 39 years old. I mean, are yeah. you kidding me? I keep waiting, you know, as a, as a Bills fan, um, I keep waiting for like, you know, sort of the Peyton Manning, like the wheels fall off. 
But I don't think it ever will because yeah. he takes such good care of his, such good care of himself and his uh-huh. throwing motion. Like Peyton was one of those guys who launches everything from his right side to his left side. Uh-huh. But Brady's got that whole whip action going, and it's just you don't use a lot of your arm, so it's just all your body. That's oh, that's very interesting. Okay, yeah. well, that's good. That's uh, that's good pro level thinking. There's, and, and there's some biomechanics to it. I, I promise you. Yeah, I'm not just. Uh, I, I kind of know my stuff a little bit. I no doubt. I do not doubt that at all. Um, so in addition to having your, your football training, you're also on the radio with like two of the guys that I read all the time. How did that come yeah. to be? Uh, well, Tim Graham and I kind of go, go back a little bit. Um, I initially, I think met him at Elmo's. There's a little, little, uh, wing spot, chicken wing spot in, uh, Buffalo called Elmo's. You've probably been there. Uh-huh. Have you? Or I yeah. don't actually think I, where is it? It's on Millersport, kind of by UB. Uh, I don't think I've been to that one, but okay. But we, we've, we've had many conversations there, um, just about sports and everything. And then he texted me, um, you know, after I got cut by Cincy, I was like, Hey, you, you doing anything on Wednesday nights? I'm like, no, what's up? Well, I got a radio show. You want to be my co-host? I'm like, ah, well, sure. Why not? Get to, you know, just yeah. sit there and talk, talk sports the whole time. Yeah. So it's a blast. Cool. And then uh, Jerry Sullivan is also on the show. Yeah. Jerry, Jerry comes on. For the first half hour, then Mike Rodak comes on later. Oh my gosh! Uh, and then we have a bunch of different guests. So, uh huh. Oh, so we had, we had Terrell Owens on the show the other night. I I, I saw that on your Twitter actually. Yeah. So Terrell Owens came on and tell the story. What did he say that was so appalling to you? Oh man! So we, I mean, he he was on complaining about not being in the Hall of Fame, which I get. Um, and then I, I was, I mean, I was, I already heard the story. Like I wasn't that, I wasn't that interested in the whole Hall of Fame thing. <laughs> I, I wanted to know about his time in Buffalo, so I asked uh-huh. him what his favorite wing spot was, and he goes, "Well, people don't know this about me. I didn't have wings when I was in Buffalo." Uh-huh. I was like, "What are you doing?" And he, but then he gave a shout out to the to the Chop House. Uh, well, that's he, good. He did like the Chop House. But he said he never had a Philly cheesesteak when he was in Philly either. What? Okay. Which is weird. Well, maybe he's like a healthy guy and takes care yeah, of himself. Yeah, that's that's what he said. <laughs> That's fascinating. Um, so a lot of Buffalo Bills talk, I imagine, on the show. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we're, we're not going to get into it, but I don't think either of us are very uh, optimistic about the future of this team. Um, and we'll leave it at that. We'll talk about some of the good things about Buffalo, like your favorite wing spot. Is it Elmo's? Elmo's, Elmo's not even a question. Not even a question. Wow, good yeah, for but, you. Stay but strong. If you're, going, if you're going hot wings, though, I'll go to Duff's. Okay, okay. So what – What's the difference between the two? Elmo's has a Cajun honey mustard. Oh, uh, I'm in. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to book the next flight. And then yeah. what about uh, other Buffalo specialties? Do you have a pizza spot? Yeah, I like Franco's Pizza. Okay. Uh, is good. Yeah. Um, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of great spots. Yeah. And then Beef on Weck. Where do you fall on the Beef on Weck scale? I, honestly, this is going to shock you. I don't really like Weck rolls. Oh, interesting. Okay. I'm not like the regular or sesame. Yeah. Okay. I'm not shocked. And I think you're, you're still, you're still legit, even yeah. if you don't like the Weck rolls. Well, um, okay. So, so Joe, how can we, how can we find you and follow you and keep up with you and what you're doing and, and all that kind of stuff? You mentioned the Twitter. Is there other, other locations and things? Yeah. I mean, my personal Twitter is Joe Licata one six. Um, and my, I have a website for my business. It's JoeLacataFootball.com. And like I said earlier, the Twitter is just JoeLacataFB. Great. Well, Joe, I, thank you so much for your time. I think that uh, 
kids who are going to listen to the show are going to learn a lot from you and, and the work that goes into it and thinking about all the different levels and how things change, you know, when you go from high school to college to pros yeah. and, and what would be, uh, what would be like one piece of advice that you would give to up and coming, uh, not maybe not necessarily just quarterbacks, but football players in general. Uh, just to fall in love with the process. Cause that's what it, I mean, that's, you, you spend, you know, all year practicing, working and all this stuff and you only play eight games. So you got to really fall in love with the process and fall in love with the game. Cool. That's good advice. All right, Joe. Thanks for your time, man. All right. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. Talk to you later. Thanks so much to Joe Licata for coming on the show. Be sure to follow him on Twitter at Joe Licata FB. He does post really cool videos of some of his students and what they're working on. Thanks to everyone for listening and downloading. For everything you need to know about Good Stuff Sports, go to goodstuffpod.com. Questions? Email me, goodstuffpod at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Thanks again to Joe. If you live in the western New York area, you should listen to his radio show with some of the best Bills beat reporters in the business. Really awesome. Thanks, and we'll talk to you in a couple weeks. Good stuff.